0: News.
1: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Julian Quail. The top stories: Hong Kong reports zero local coronavirus infections for the second day on the trot. As a government advisor on the pandemic says, Covid vaccines should protect people for at least a year. And a mainland law firm linked to the 12 Hong Kongers detained by the Guangdong Coast Guard last year has been told to disband. Hong Kong has reported zero local COVID-19 infections for the second day in a row, but three days without a local case seems unlikely, as there appears to be a preliminary case from an unknown origin. Meanwhile, a government advisor on the pandemic says antibodies generated by COVID vaccines should last for at least a year. Professor David Hoy also said he hoped BioNTech vaccinations could resume in a week, once an investigation into damaged packaging was complete. Here's Professor Hoy. They have examined the procedures of transportation, refrigeration and dilution and found nothing wrong. The quality of the jabs are fine, but perhaps changes in air pressure during the flight affected the vial caps. The jabs with faulty caps, along with some randomly picked non-defective jabs, are being sent to Germany for some final checks. Hopefully the problem will be solved in a week. A 62-year-old man with high blood pressure and other chronic conditions has become the latest person to die after receiving a COVID-19 vaccine. The man received a Sinovac jab on the 7th of this month and lost consciousness at work yesterday morning. He was declared dead after being rushed to hospital with the preliminary diagnosis pointing to a sudden cardiac arrest. Officials say the man did not report any discomfort after getting the jab at the vaccination centre in Kalumbe. Government experts will investigate the cause of death. A mainland law firm linked to a lawyer who was hired to help 12 Hong Kongers detained by the Guangdong Coast Guard last summer has been asked by authorities to disband. Violet Wong reports.
2: Ren chen who already had his license referred due to the case, was one of the partners of the Henan Railway Law Firm. The company was told by a local lawyers' association to disband, with their four lawyers asked to switch to other companies before the 20th of next month or lose their jobs. The Hong Kongers were allegedly attempting to flee to Taiwan by speedboat when they were detained. Two of them are still in a mainland jail for organizing the illegal border crossing, while the others have returned to Hong Kong to face protest-related charges.
1: A group of sexual health specialists has found that couples in Hong Kong are feeling more intimate and seeing their relationships improve during the pandemic, despite their sex life being adversely affected. The Association of Sexuality Educators, Researchers and Therapists polled thousand people last December. They found the sex lives and intimacy of respondents under the age of 30 were unaffected or had even improved. But the story was different for married couples or the unemployed. Dr Anna Ng is the group's chairwoman.
2: For those who are unemployed, of course, they face lots of stress of life. They are concerned about economic situation. People might probably be feeling more depressed. And by definition, if people are depressed, of course, their sexual desire will also decrease. And our understanding is that for female, especially if they are married, they are having more burden taking care of the kids or even their husbands regarding safety.
1: The survey has found the COVID-19 pandemic is causing increased conflicts in families, with a quarter of parents saying they quarrelled with their children at least once a day. The Junior Chamber International City Lady surveyed 700 parents, many of whom said online learning from homes was one major reason causing the conflicts. It also found children are spending much more time on electronic devices during the pandemic. A pro-Beijing group has staged a protest outside a Chimcha Choi branch of the Swedish clothing retail giant H&M. It's one of the companies facing a backlash in China over Xinjiang cotton. H&M says it won't allow the cotton in its supply chain due to the alleged use of forced labour in the region. The protesters, part of a group called the Same Heart Association, displayed placards outside the store. They criticised H&M along with the NGO The Better Cotton Initiative
2: h and m the better cotton initiative group and others have totally disregarded facts and the truth they boycott cotton from xinjiang because of some nonsensical reports and work together with anti-china forces in the u.s and western countries
1: The protesters also said the allegations of forced labor in Xinjiang were sheer fiction, describing them as lies fabricated to suppress Xinjiang's cotton industry and to create unrest there. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. Security forces in Myanmar have reportedly opened fire on mourners attending the funeral of a demonstrator who was killed during yesterday's protest against the military coup. Witnesses told the Reuters news agency there had been no casualties in the incident outside the commercial capital Yangon, but at least two more deaths have been reported elsewhere as protesters returned to the streets in defiance of the military, who killed more than 100 people yesterday. The United Nations special reporter for Myanmar, Tam Andrews, says the international community must support the people of Myanmar. I think the key to this are the people in Myanmar? It's extraordinary what they're doing. The civil disobedience movement is powerful. It's growing. It's tenacious. It's creative. That ultimately is where success is going to come. But they rely upon the support of the international community. Police in Indonesia say two suicide bombers have been killed in an attack on the Roman Catholic cathedral in the city of Makassar. At least 14 people were wounded in the explosion at the main gate to the church including church officials who prevented the militants from entering the compound. A police spokesman, Esor Pan, briefed reporters. So far, all police units are here, including the forensic team and also the police chief. We confirmed that there was an explosion and we found body parts which we're now investigating, whether it's the part of the attacker or a victim. There have been further deaths in Bangladesh during a third day of protests, sparked by a visit by the Indian Prime Minister, Narendra Modi. Hospital staff in Brahmanbaria say two people died after being injured in clashes there. There's been widespread violence in the city. Hindu temples have been attacked and government offices set alight. The Suez Canal Authority says attempts to refloat the giant container ship, blocking the waterway, will continue around the clock. More tugs are expected to arrive today. The BBC's Yusuf Taha says the operation is a massive logistical challenge. 27,000 cubic tonnes of sand has been dredged from around the ship, uh, trying to refloat it. It will take 48 hours at least for all these stranded ships, over 300 of them, to start sailing through the Suez Canal, so it's going to be a mammoth task for all those ships to move and take their goods to their destinations this is a massive massive ship it's 400 meters long it has 18,300 containers on board weighing around quarter of a million tons an operation is underway in northeast mozambique to rescue foreign workers stranded in the coastal town of palma which has come under sustained attack from Islamist insurgents boats are being sent off are being sent from the mozambican port of pemba to evacuate staff of a natural gas project who have been holed up at a hotel and other nearby locations the bbc's catherine bayorahunga is following developments
2: These are incredible reports that we're receiving from the northeast of Mozambique. We understand that mostly civilian vessels are making their way to the coast of Parma. Now this is a dangerous operation. We understand that the ISIS-linked militants are in control of much of this town. And they're making every effort that they can to pick up stranded civilians and bring them back to Pemba. Some of these boats are landing at the large gas project, which is run by Total, and picking up people from that site.
1: Police in Romania are investigating anti-Semitic death threats against one of the country's best-known actresses, Maya Morgenstern. She played Jesus' mother Mary in Mel Gibson's film The Passion of the Christ and currently runs the Jewish State Theatre in Bucharest. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. The death threats were couched in lurid language. The online message to the Jewish State Theatre threatened to burn it down during this week's Passover celebrations and to send Maya Morgenstern to the gas chamber and kill her children. It was signed on behalf of the far-right Alliance for Uniting Romanians, although the party's leader has disavowed the threat and its author. Maya Morgenstern this month publicly denounced a leading colleague from the Arts for using a derogatory term for a Jew to address her at a planning meeting. He said it was a joke. And finally, Britain is introducing coronavirus tests for lorry drivers entering the UK from anywhere other than Ireland if they intend to stay longer than two days. The Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps said the first test would be required within two days of arrival, with further tests every three days. In a tweet, he said the aim was to keep track of any future variants of concern. And that's the news from RTHK. Yes, thanks a lot uh, to Julian Quayle. We'll have uh, more headlines coming up at midnight.
0: Sunday Kevin
1: 10 minutes after 11 on Sunday Light.
0: She was all that I could ask for. I could see it in her eyes. And her smile told me that I was on her mind. And you should have seen the way she trying to fool you i know what she's doing to you she loves me more than you yeah you know she wants me to you really think i lose her to you but you don't get that to you you know she's not into you she wants me so what makes you think a girl like her could fall in love with you when a guy like me has everything me, do ya? Really think i lose her to ya? But you don't get that, do ya? You? you know she's not into ya. She wants me. She wants me. She wants me. She wants me. Oh, she wants me. And, and I, I love know love that you want me. she wants me. She wants me. She wants me. Oh, she wants me. And I know that you wants me. Do ya? You? you know she's trying to fool ya. I know what she's doing to you. She loves me more than you. You know she wants me, do ya? Really think I lose that do ya, but you don't get that do ya. You know she's not into ya, she wants me.
1: On Radio 3, it's Sunday Light and uh Lana Richie, Daniel Beddingfield with uh do ya lifting up the pace a bit for ya. Another one from our featured album Sold Together this twenty twenty. This is Will Downing.
0: my heart